If you like cartoony Italian plumbers, you're in the right place. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. This is episode 434. I was scrambling between my three screens to figure out what number it was, but we're here. It's the Ooh, thir- Mr. Uh, three Screens. <laughs> it's the 18th of uh, March. It's been a. Uh, we're, we're here. It's we're, we're ready to rock and roll. We've got a few things to talk about beforehand, but first I want to toss it off to all of my handsome co-hosts. How are you doing tonight, Justin? Uh, what's up, my Nintendo fans? <laughs> that is not where I thought that was going. <laughs> that was the point. Uh, I'll, I'll, I, I will roll with it, and I will <laughs> toss it off to my fellow Nintendo fan, Steve. How are you doing tonight? You're wearing an awesome Infendo hoodie. I am rocking an official Infendo hoodie tonight. I am hotter than hell because I've been waiting for this. Now I'm going to take it off. <laughs> in, in more ways than one. How are you doing tonight, Mr. Lucas? Well, I'm contemplating whether we should make Steve stripping on the show a Patreon tier, but other than that, I'm doing pretty well. Didn't we already make me not stripping on the show a Patreon tier? Yeah, and we no, have remember they, yet, so get stripping. They add that to the terms and conditions, thank God. We can't do that. We're not on Twitch. Oh. But uh, anyways, yeah, so we've, we've got a big show tonight. We've actually got a couple of announcements to uh, preface the show with. So um, let's start with, uh, well, I, I don't know. I don't know which one's the big, bigger news, but uh, let's start with one of the big ones. Um, we actually um, purchased, with the help of former co-host Mike, um, a website known as Nintendo Fever. So we're actually in possession of NintendoFever.com and all of their content. So we're going to be working on getting that, um, you know, back online and then so because there's I mean obviously um, Lucas and Mike and even Steve you they actually kind of came from Nintendo Fever so it'd be a, a shame to have all that content lost so we kind of worked the deal and here we are so uh, Lucas Steve it sounds like you guys are probably the closest two people to Nintendo Fever so like kind of what I guess what does this mean to you well if it uh, wasn't for Nintendo Fever I actually wouldn't be here today because they kind of helped me get my start in podcasting. Um, thanks to uh, Matt and Holly, and then a little bit from Lewis and Mike. Um, so yeah, I really owe a lot to Nintendo Fever, so it's great to have it under our banner. Um, and I know Lucas has a bit of history with them, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like Steve, I mean, <clears throat> when I was like 10, I wrote articles on like oneup.com and that was my very first like nintendo thing but then i dropped off because like that was a thing um and then a while back i went on i think i got my start on a podcast with holly and mike um i'm sure mike could tell you more about that if you find him on social media but um the long and short of it is i've been with nintendo fever for about a year i think before i ended up leaving shortly after mike decided he was leaving the site and um, yeah, we we're, I'm I'm kind of happy to see it back again. Like it brings back a lot of warm fuzzies for me. So we we're not entirely sure yet what our master plan is for the site. We're still talking some things over together, but as soon as we know what it is we want to do with our new sister site, I guess you could call it, we will let you know. 
Yeah, exactly. So that's really exciting. We're uh, like exactly kind of like what Lucas said. We we don't exactly know, but when we know, we'll let you know. But what what's really important, at least to me, is that like you know all of that content isn't going to be lost. You know, like there's a lot of podcasts over there. Like uh, I, I know yeah. Steve at least did one special edition Pokemon podcast. So like that's all going to be in our possession. So it's really yeah. cool. Um, we're Mike, excited to do that. Mike had a ton of stuff on that site too, and I know it was really important to him to you know, get that back under our banner as well. So, and it's actually very largely thanks to him that we started the process in the first place. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, we're, um, we're definitely, um, oh, Mike, a big debt into this because, you know, he kind of um, pioneered the whole thing. So thank you, Mike. Uh, Mike's actually in the chat. So thank you for, for doing that. We really do appreciate you pioneering this for us. So this is going to be new venture. It's going to be really cool. We'll see what happens next, you know, but, uh, on to our other little bit of news. We actually have a second announcement to make tonight. So we are actually going to be moving podcast nights again. Ha, ha sorry. It was just a <laughs> test run. Um, Joke's yeah, on so you, listeners. <laughs> yeah, bl- yeah, blame the Utah guy. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're going to be um, – and Justin, actually, <laughs> this will be the first time you're hearing of this part. But uh, we are going to be uh, moving um, the show back to Wednesdays, which means that next week will be our final show recorded on a Sunday night. But we are planning on doing a Wednesday night um, kind of all Nintendoons show on the 4th because, you know, that would mean we wouldn't have a podcast for over seven days if we didn't do a podcast on the 4th. It's just going to be a short little podcast episode, so we'll do that um, at that time, you know, for as our first little test run of moving it back to Wednesday night. But, yeah, moving back to Wednesdays, podcast is going to be posted back on Mondays again, so uh, look forward to that. Do you mean the 28th? Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, I know you're right. You're you're right. You're right. I, I I misspoke. So it would be the 28th. Yeah. Eugene, I'm starting a, ca- a Google Calendar for at least the two of us. Yeah. All right. So so the so the long and so the long and short of it is we've got a regular show on the 25th on Sunday like always. Then we're gonna do a show on Wednesday the 28th so we don't have a huge gap. And then from then on we'll be doing shows on Wednesday. But that show on the 28th is just gonna be an Intentunes show. So that's a thing. Right. Sorry for sorry for that. <laughs> Yes, yeah, sorry for my mishap there. We, we And we literally just talked about this too, so my bad. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so we're going to um, we're going to be moving on. To, so let's move into the news. So, Lucas, you are on deck, and tell me about, um, well, let's talk about fucking Sonic. It's Eugene's favorite topic. We're talking about <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Um, Sega had this big thing, and they talked about all kinds of cool news and stuff. Um, one of the first things we heard about was Sonic Mania is getting a Plus version, Sonic Mania Plus. Um, it will be getting a physical release on Switch, which is super cool, because as far as I understand it, that was never a thing before. Um, it will also be available as an add-on to the already downloaded version, if you already own the game. Um, and it's going to be adding two new characters who are both very old characters who I think started in Knuckles Chaotix. We're getting Mighty the Armadillo and Ray the Flying Squirrel. Those are really old characters that, like, nobody who's just played modern Sonic would even know about. But they're classic Sonic characters, and we're getting them in Sonic Mania, which is, like, the best Sonic game in years. So that's really cool. Um... That version, the plus version, is going to have all kinds of crazy stuff. It's going to have art books and pictures and like a reversible cover that looks amazing, like an old Genesis box. If you're a Sonic fan, that's really exciting news. 
Um, the other bit of news we got is what they're currently calling Project R. Um, it's a blacked out screen that kind of has like the traditional Sonic ring with wings logo. And then it has the word racing, but only the letter R is highlighted in red. And it really brings back like memories of, um, you know, like Sonic R for the computer and whatnot, which was like the first Sonic racing game and probably the most infamous but um, it's cool. It looks like we've got some new Sonic news coming out, and I always like that because I like Sega, and I like seeing what they do. So get excited for that if you are a Sonic fan. If you detest Sonic, hide yourself <laughs> now because Lucy will be talking about this as news develops. But I very much enjoy Sonic games. I very much enjoy racing games. Sonic racing games are always a treasure. So, uh, so I was going to say, I, I, would, I would play Sonic racing because the, wasn't the last Sonic racing game supposed to be pretty good? I never got to play it, but it was supposed to yeah, be... Yeah, the All-Stars um, and whatever transformed. Yeah, yeah and there, there was a rumor about a month ago that this racing title wouldn't be an All-Stars game like the other ones. Like, it's not Sega, it's just Sonic again. Which is actually good for me because, frankly, as much as I love Sega... I don't really care about any of their other IPs like I do about Sonic. So for me, all Sonic is good in the same way that like Mario Kart should mostly just be Mario, you know? Like it's, I like those like one series, series. So sure. Lucas, have since you're kind of our resident Sonic expert, have they actually confirmed the plus update is going to be free for owners of the digital version or is it going to be paid I don't DLC? Think I don't think they said anything about it being free. I'd assume okay. it would be paid because why would we get, you know, more content if unless, right. unless the the plus version is going to be the same price. I just doubt it will be. Um, but but like, we really don't have any news on that 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 I've been made aware of yet. Gotcha. Because I know that the plus physical version is coming with some extra stuff, so it makes sense that it would yeah. be thirty dollars. <clears throat> so I was just curious if you had heard if, anything more on that since. If I had to guess, and this is purely speculative, but if I had to guess, I would assume that maybe like the Plus version will be a little more expensive if it's a physical release because of that extra stuff, and maybe it'll right. be like a $5 or a $10 download for us, depending which, on you know what content we're getting. But, yeah, which I'm perfectly fine with. I liked that game enough to where I will continue to support it. Yeah, but it's I, just so one of those, you know... I'm going to jump in and say that I'm actually am excited about this Sonic news if, if if for only the reason that there's going to be a physical version coming out because that's yeah. really the only reason I haven't purchased it yet um, because, you know, Heather actually wants to play this game, you know, the Sonic Mania, so this is going to be perfect for me to actually buy a Sonic title. <gasps> yeah, I've, been, that I've had my eye on... Me. I've had my eye on Sonic Mania for a while, so with all this new stuff, that might be enough for me to pull the trigger, especially since Ukulele still has not dropped in price. So will you yeah. get the physical version then, Justin, or will you spring for the digital version? Just curious. No. Oh, no, I'm going digital. Okay. Um, I, I, especially with the new rewards program, I'm going to be going digital as much as possible from now on, because, you know, I want that 5% back. <laughs> Right. I'll, I'll be honest. As the rabid deviant art Sonic fan that I am and was as a child, mm -hmm. like um, if it's not much more expensive, I would consider getting the physical version just to have it because it's like I like buying physical games that I really like, and like I really sure. like Mania. Like I played it like four times in twenty-four hours. Love it. So I, I would bought, consider I bought a Shovel Knight. I'm with you. What a surprise. Yeah, no, Lucas yeah. talking about Sonic brought us all the way to the buzzer. <laughs> exactly! It's my thing! You knew it was going to happen. Uh. 
Ay, 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 that's amazing. All right, so let's move on to the next bit of news. Um, God, I, I'm still in shock that oh. I uh, am excited about a little bit of Sonic news. So, uh, <laughs> and we have it recorded on YouTube. <laughs> you can't yeah. take it back. Listeners have heard this. <laughs> Justin, why don't you tell me about why Jay-Z Beast has been real sad this week? Um, B, before we start, did I miss the part where we're supposed to, uh... Oh, yeah, you're right, actually. No ki- no joke. But I forgot. We need to start adding that to the show notes. So, as, um, <laughs> you know, as our Patreon... Oh, God. ...has gotten to $250, <laughs> we have to lick Switch cartridges this week. I actually decided to choose Splatoon 2 because that's what I have right here. What's everybody else choosing this time? Well, uh, in I, o- in honor of all the Sonic news, I will be licking Sonic Forces. I expect it to be a delicious taste that only lasts for about a minute. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I completely forgot about this segment, so hopefully Skyrim tastes better the second time around than it did the first. <laughs> and I'm going to be uh, using my lickitung. Oh God. What is that? It's Pockin, isn't it's it? It's Pockin, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Camera's not fun. You can play like a little bit of Lick Pokemon. That Pokemon. Gentlemen. <laughs> commence. Are we going to do a countdown? Okay. Oh, oh God. That, no, that's really bad. No, no. It doesn't get any better. No. Oh. Lucas, how does Sonic taste? Don't get used to it. Uh, <laughs> oh, it tastes... It tastes Ugh. like blueberries and happiness, Steve. It's so good. Oh, oh you mean kind of like? And then you, cereal? and then the, <sighs> and then your tongue like licks the roof of your mouth, and then it's stuck in the roof of your mouth, and then it feels like you're like exhaling poison. Oh my god! Thank god, thank god I made my wife take me to ma- Starbucks. Eugene's face that he just made almost made me spit coffee all over my monitor. <laughs> um, fun. In fact, too, for anybody listening who doesn't go to our Discord, I'm pretty sure the patrons are planning on making our faces to lick those cards into Discord emojis if they haven't already. So that's something to look forward to. Oh, God, it makes 7-Up taste so bad. I also need to uh, throw this out there. Jay-Z Beast in chat says, lick that Gardevoir. And then he says, lick that rouge, Lucas. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, speaking uh, of Jay-Z Beast, he got a little bit of bad news this week. Um, oh, uh, that is a great so, segue. Hopefully yeah. uh, none of y'all are using a third-party dock, and if you are, hopefully you haven't updated your Switch to 5.0, because apparently some combination of the two is actually bricking Switch systems. Um and uh and i mean the tricky part about this is uh that um Nint- a lot of people's switches are going to be out of warranty since you know if you got a launch day switch uh you're past a year the other part of it is i don't think that matters because using a third party accessory could void your warranty altogether so um I don't know. Good luck with that. Uh, you, the YouTuber who basically exposed the world to this problem, who uh, uses the Nyko Dock, which I believe is the most popular third-party uh, dock out there, um, did manage to get... Uh, he contacted Nyko about the problem, and they offered to replace his console, but we're not all 
you know, famous YouTubers, so we might not all be eligible for that, you know, right. that well, bone that they threw there. So, um, but yeah, that doesn't doesn't really. Nobody really knows which causes the problem, whether it's the firmware or the dock. Apparently, Nyko has had um, issues with their dock before. Um, yeah, I think it was... can, I, can I jump in on that one for a sec, Justin? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, Matt Desend, former uh, Nintendo Fever podcast host, actually, um, he got a Nyko Switch dock for Christmas from mm. his grandma or something like that. Because she saw it in GameStop and thought, oh, that'll be a good idea. Well, it bricked his system. Oh, and, you know, he was able to get it replaced. But the shitty part about this is when you get your Switch replaced, you lose all of your save data. Like, no. he lost hundreds, if not thousands of hours worth of save data. And that's what's terrifying, is there's no way to back your stuff up right now. Yeah, I completely you can't forgot transfer about that. it to another system. It's a yeah. horrible problem. Like, well, and I would probably not play the Switch for a few months if that happened to me. Here's yeah, my... I, I, completely, um, I completely forgot about that problem. Um, and, uh, I mean, as far as getting your system replaced by Nintendo, I will say that my experience with Nintendo's customer surface, service is you do have one completely free repair or replacement for your lifetime, um, if anything ever happens and something's not covered by a warranty. They told me this when I was having trouble with my gamepad. I opted not to use it because it's just a gamepad, not a console. But right. um, if if Nintendo gives you any trouble about it, uh, you know, Tell try to Justin casually mention that and see if uh, you can get the wheels rolling on that. I, I kind of feel like... Obviously, Nintendo's got some blame in this because, you know, their update seems to be the thing that's triggering this. But Nintendo expects you to use Nintendo products, you know, and right. they're they're operating with it. And I, I don't think they're, like, sabotaging their system to brick if you use outside stuff. I feel like the blame on this, if, if there's even blame to be had, goes more heavily with Nyko. But it's not like they have a way to test this ahead of time, you know? I mean, I assume they get... The Switch updates right around the same time everybody else does, unless they're privy to some kind of like special developer, you know, ahead of time sourcing stuff for that kind of stuff. It's just, it's kind of one of those things where it's just an unfortunate circumstance that really isn't anyone's fault necessarily. I mean, definitely if it's anybody's fault, it's Nyko's. But like, right. it's just kind of, it's just kind of bad bad work on both ends i guess really like uh, yeah why well, would that and, be causing and really that? the the save data thing that steve brought up yes is entirely well that's a nintendo. nintendo yeah that's nintendo I not mean, having that's... the foresight to work through you know their own problem but right and i mean by the same we've, standard we've ha- you know <laughs> yeah but i mean you know it it could be anything that that causes this problem so nintendo really has to have a cloud save or an sd card save thing implemented soon well yeah and you say that but i mean outside of this i don't know how many other examples of bricking i've seen so far like that's not to say that they shouldn't have that because obviously it's common sense but like you know if this is yeah if this is the only instance that's causing it then you know i can understand why they'd be like well let's push it off for a year who cares no one's gonna get bricked but it happens. Yeah. People suffer for it. We're hoping that 
We're hoping that you don't suffer for it, Jay Z Beast. We're hoping there's some fix or workaround that we haven't learned of yet. But you know, all the best because that really sucks. We feel for you. Tell them that you heard from a very popular Nintendo podcast (laughs) that. (laughs) Don't mention us by name in case you're not supposed to know that information. Yeah, that was copy mention Do mention us by name because then they'll take an interest in us, and no publicity is bad publicity. (laughs) <laughs> right. Until they copyright strike every one of our streams for intended. <laughs> right. That's kind of like how some indie developers like allow their games to be pirated, you know, so that they could, yeah. uh, you know, gain yeah. publicity. Oh, hey, speaking of indie games, Steve, don't you have an article to tell us about? Why don't you talk about it? Well, I oh, hate to say it, but this. This might be the first one where we don't really hit the timer on because it's kind of a small article. Um, We got an Uh announcement. Oh, hey, yeah, that was a joke. I didn't even see it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We got an announcement on Friday, I guess it was, that uh, we are getting a Nindy, because I know you guys love that, showcase (laughs) for Nintendo Switch that's going to air next week. Um, they've been doing these either once or twice a year. I can't remember. I know they do one in the spring. I can't remember if they do one in the fall. Um, but basically what they do is it's all about indie games. They're going to give us updates and announcements and release dates and that kind of stuff. Um, I don't think they've said how long this one is going to be. But unfortunately, it's going to be Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Mountain Time, which is right when my weekly conference call is on. So, that's going to be a little hard to watch while I'm at work this week. Hopefully my boss isn't listening. But uh, the only thing I want to see out of this is a release date for King of Cards for the Flash Shovel Knight expansion. Because along with King of Cards, we're also getting the Shovel Knight Amiibo. I was going to say the Amiibo. That's what I want to hear about. Well, those are... Yacht Club Games has already announced that the Amiibo will come out day and date with King of Cards. We just don't know when King of Cards is coming out yet. So I'm hoping so are there this any other is probably indies? not going to happen at all. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to ask if there are any other indies you guys are looking forward to, because I honestly can't think of any off the top of my head. There's Meat Boy Forever, which they haven't said much about. Um, Runner 3 already has an announcement or a release date, so I don't think they'll talk much on it, but I'm sure they'll show a trailer. I'm um, still hoping we'll hear something about Shakedown Hawaii soon, but oh, yeah. I don't think the developer even knows when that's going to be ready because no. his Twitter account is just says when it's ready 2018. So, I, yeah, so I, I have two <clears throat> things that I want to want want to have happen here, and I, neither of them is going to happen probably. But anyways, <laughs> I'm hoping that they're tying this into Smash Bros somehow and showing saying that hey, use your your shovel knight amiibo in Smash Bros, and then you know right. show, has like the Smash logo reflecting off of his fucking oh, shovel dude. or something like that. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, um, so that would be really awesome. Number two, I want that that game that um, that VR game that hasn't come out yet, that Beat Saber game. I want that oh, to be like yes. a Switch type of game. Like, <gasps> let's announce With that. Yes. Yes. I don't that even care cool. if it isn't VR because yeah. the Joy-Con will be perfect exactly. for that gameplay oh anyway. Oh my god, Eugene, um, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> and that was the first thing I thought when I saw the when I saw the ad for that was like that would be perfect with the Joy-Con. Um, also, Eugene, don't completely give up hope on Shovel Knight in Smash because, as I've mentioned before, Nintendo publishes Shovel Knight in Japan. So sure, 
Dude. So it might be a little easier for them to get that tied down. Connection, yeah. Well, Shantae, and let's be real, if Shovel Knight, any, and Crash any, for Smash. Crash for Smash. If any, if any indie <laughs> character is going to make it into Smash, it's probably going to be Shovel Knight. Because he's just yeah. kind of like... He's everywhere. Currently, he's currently the like indie character of choice, you know? Yeah, so. mm-hmm. yeah he's, the, he's, he's when you say indie... Shovel Knight is what think. people well, are thinking of right he now. He made it into ukulele, so like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and Runbow, and he made it into Blaster Master Z. Blaster everywhere. Master. So if we're talking yeah. games that are like, you know, older games that I'd like to see ported to the Switch, I'd like to see like maybe Fez, Braid. Rogue um, Legacy. Rogue Legacy would be rad for sure. I would give it another shot. Mm-hmm. Oh god, I want to go buy Crypt of the Necrodancer now. <laughs> I I honestly can't think of a single like game that would want to see an indie showcase. Not not out of disinterest, just out of lack of oh. creativity, I guess. I can't pull anything out of my head here to throw onto there, the canvas. There is a petition and this kind of goes to it. There's a petition going around now around now which is. I put on my Twitter feed. Um it's to get a certain and I don't know much about this, so Lucas, you may have to look up this tweet later and explain it to me. But there's a certain kind oh, of yeah. programming. HTML five. Oh, yeah. yeah, HTML five that they that there's a petition going around to bring to Switch. If they could do that, they could actually get a, a crap ton more indie games. If I know Lewis could... Pugh says that, that that he would be willing to port over Twisted Fusion DX. Yes. Even, I can export um I can export God, Hue Adventure so. in an HTML5 form. Dude, Lucas, so, you need to sign uh, that petition. Yeah, that's actually something I'm interested <laughs> in because that that would probably be my best bet to ever a game on the Switch or any that Nintendo would console would be, be HTML5. I would definitely get I would definitely get much more gameplay into Twisted Fusion if I had it on the Switch and uh, yeah. and Lucas, I'd actually get to play your game. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, I know because it's currently not Mac compatible. So. <laughs> Well, and I know that doesn't have anything to do with the Nindy Showcase, but I figured well, it was no, relevant. Well, no, but it's, so. it actually it is really relevant because it would give a lot more indie developers a chance to get their games on the Switch, and I think everybody wants that. So, right, yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of that like would actually how... be exciting for me personally. Like, I would want to see yeah. that happen. Right, that's kind of like how I can't I can't remember the platform right off the top of my head. I think it's called like Game Maker Studio, but that's how kind of like that the same thing with um, um what's that one game Undertale, right? Because it's going to be coming to yes. Switch because that yeah. is made um, available to you know be exported to Switch. So that's really cool. That hopefully Nintendo will be able to you know allow HTML5, kind of like you were saying. So. All right, well, we hit our timer. Um, maybe Nintendo will drop a 6.0 update to, um, you know, let us use HTML5. But as for right now, we're up to 5.0. And that means that there's some cool new, I don't know, like avatars, I guess? Um, no, there's actually some kind of some cool stuff on this 5.0 update that just got launched. Um, so the, um, the, the thing that really um, jumped out to me is that um, you can add friends via Facebook and Twitter now. So that's really cool. If you link your Facebook or your Twitter to your Switch, then you can just automatically pull in some contacts that way. Um, I haven't done that yet, but um, you know, when, the next time I boot up my Switch, I'd love to add some people that I just haven't, you know, added that 12-digit friend code. Um, also, what's cool is that if you have um, any of the special Pro controllers that have like the different colored grips, it'll start showing that on the option screen. I always find that really cool when you have a different Joy-Con that it shows that. 
that that's actually really cool. My wife has the, the Splatoon Pro controller, and it looks really cool when it pops up. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I like that there's new um, filters available, so that's kind of cool. So, um, like, uh, news filters. So, like, um, have you guys gone to the news channel since um, the uh -uh. new update? I th yeah, you can, like, you're you actually can... able to filter by... Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's actually really useful. <laughs> Um, there's a, there's, you know, it's not a huge update, but it's definitely, definitely, um, I, I, I'm, I'm glad that it's there. So like small baby steps, so, Nintendo, baby steps. Here's, here's my thing. I'm, I'm a relatively simple man. I don't need party chat like everybody else wants. All <laughs> I want are, th all I want are themes. I just want to have like a Pikachu theme or a Metroid theme or even different colors besides white and black. It's all I want on my Switch. Whenever Nintendo wants to get around to that, they've already got the menu for it. Just well, give, us, give us some themes. We, I'll buy them. I'll, I'll pay for them. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be themes, Lucas. On my PlayStation Vita, I took a screenshot of this really cool part of Fez. And yeah. I just set it as the background image for yeah, my that entire would be... PlayStation Vita home screen. Even that just like amazing. an in-game screenshot would be awesome. Or something for Mario One, Odyssey with its photo mode. One other thing that I remember being a thing on Xbox, I think it's a thing on PlayStation 2 actually, um, that I love from those systems that I wish Nintendo did, was the ability to put music on your console and play it while you're playing a game. So like oh, you could be yes. playing like Breath of the Wild and you could have your playlist on in the background and you could just be listening to music. It's one of those creature comforts. Like It's not a necessity because, you know... That's what we have headphones and phones and everything for. Right. But, like, it's cool to be able to, like, shut off the game music and still have, like, the sound effects going and, like, hear the, you know, music in the background. Yeah, I've always like, liked that in games. Like when you're playing Minecraft and you want to listen to something other than da-da-da. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's not like it's it's not like it's new technology. It's ancient. Like everybody knows how to do that when they have like their consoles, except for Nintendo right. apparently. So like those are those are like minor minor things that really don't matter, but like they would be fun for me. Those like yeah. things that change the aesthetic and how you play a game, you know? It's harder it's harder to do on the Switch though, because there's really only well, there's two no ways CD to do it. Drive. Yeah. Well, there's there's yeah, there's only two ways to do it. You can load music onto a memory card. Or you can yeah. um, hook a hard drive up to it, but if you hook a hard drive up to it, you can only do that in docked, docked. mode, unless you're in handheld mode with a USB-C adapter. I suspect what you would really need is like a or dedicated you can music. Well, you need like you need a music app on your Switch, basically, and you'd have to be able right. to like hook that music app up somehow to like a PC or a Mac and like transfer well, your music on that I way. It'd be a lot of work. I don't see. I don't. I don't know why it wouldn't be possible to like if you have like a, a Google Play or an Audacity subscription or a, you know, sorry, or, Spotify subscription that you Pandora. can't just like link that up. Yeah, you can't just like link that up, you know, and then you know stream music that way to your games, you know. That would be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. As, assuming the Switch could run a game plus another app in the background while it's in handheld. Sure. So what I want already for the Switch, is, and I'm sure you guys feel this a lot more than I do, um, I, I, I want folders. Come on, give me some folder capability so I can organize my shit. Yeah. Nintendo. I don't know. There's not... Yeah. I mean, party chat aside, I would like the screen... Like, I want what you guys are saying, but I didn't realize I wanted it until you guys said it. Yeah. <laughs> sure. 
Yeah, I I don't know. I I I I, th- I like that Nintendo has um, made this switch. Like basically, all it is is a game machine, right? Like down to the point yeah. where you go to the eShop, there's not even music. But like you know, I'm, yeah. I kind of miss some of those old Nintendo flares. You know, like there's I, w- I want my yeah. Pikmin to be able to transfer my save data when I can finally yeah. transfer yeah. my save data. Well, and at the very least, I've said this before, but I would love to be able to look up help for the game I'm playing on the console playing. Oh, yeah. Like, I'd love, I'd love yeah. to be stumped in Breath of the Wild and be able to Google, I'm in this shrine in Breath of the Wild, how do I, you know, solve it and actually get, like, a Google search result, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, for Christ's sakes, you could do that with, like, the... I guess the if you had the mobile browser for the <laughs> DS, you could even do it that yeah. way. Jeez, yeah. you guys remember that, that clunky thing that plugged into the cartridge slot for extra RAM for the uh, Oh, God, I GTA. forgot about that. <laughs> well, and, so and I th- while we're... Okay, well, <laughs> one of us talks so we don't run out of time, and then the other one can jump off. <laughs> okay, I was just going to say real fast, I think of anything the thing I want the most is like what Lucas said, I want to be able to listen to music, but not from in-game. I've contemplated buying a $120 headset multiple times that (laughs) will plug into the headphone jack on my Switch, but has Bluetooth to connect to my phone. And And can run both at the same time? It runs both at the same time. I'll send you guys the info on it. It's expensive, but I want it. Okay, go Lucas. (laughs) I I was just going to say the one thing that I feel like is missing from the Switch, and it's only really missing because the Switch is as much a home console as it is a portable console, but I really liked that, like, we had PictoChat on the original DS, and we had Street Pass. We had Street Pass on the 3DS. I want something like that. I want to be able to connect with other gamers now that I have a system that other people have. Like, I loved having my 3DS on campus and walking around and going to classes and holding it out and having that green light and going, oh, cool. Other people, let me check out their profiles and get coins. And, like, I'd like something like that on the Switch. Some kind of, like, passive program that's doing something to communicate with other systems. But that's a pipe dream. I know that's a pipe dream. But I'd like it. (laughs) Awesome. All right. So I am going to take us to our first break of the night. Um, We're going to take a little break here before Nintendo so Lucas can set up and stump us with music. So we will be right back. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Infendo Radio. It has been not like eight minutes since we went on break. We are here to play Nintendoons, which is a game show where these poor hopeless fools have to guess the music I've devised from Nintendo games. I'm going to play songs from 12 different games, 13 if there's a tie. We are going to guess the music, and if they get the game correct or close enough to my discerning eye, they're going to earn a valuable point. At the end of the game, whoever has the most points wins. Why am I explaining this? This is our 434th episode. You should know how this works by now. <laughs> but we might have um, new listeners. I like how you started off as Zoolander and you ended up as Dr. Evil, by the way. I know, right? It's just it's a transitional phase for me. I'm figuring out what personality I want to evolve into. <laughs> one, of, one of these um, days, you'll do it as James. I will <laughs> I will say <laughs> yes. that we have a Patreon tier for this. And we actually have six of the 12 tracks I'm going to play tonight are suggested from Patreon listeners. If you would like to join in and be a part of the fun, just go to patreon.com slash infendoradio, hop in, give us a couple bucks, and suggest some freaking games. Um, Also, 
Justin may be back at some point. He momentarily left us during the news segment. If he comes back, he will receive an honorary point, and we will just go at it from there, because this is Nintendo's, and the points don't matter. And that'll probably be more points than I get all night anyway. That is true. (laughs) With that said, I should have been loading this music ahead of time. Let's jump on into the first song, folks. Let's listen to some music. Tell me if it's too quiet. It probably will be. And away we go. (laughs) That's the volume. Pretty good. F-Zero GX? Nope. F-Zero something. F-Zero AX. F-Zero... Nope. 64. Sonic Forces. Nope. Sonic Adventure. Nope. Sonic Adventure 2. Nope. Sonic Racing. Sonic... Nope. Nope. <laughs> Sonic Colors. No. Oh, <laughs> you're like bobbing your head. I'm like... <laughs> No, I'm just letting the music take me, man. It's Sonic. <laughs> Shit. Which one is I it? love this soundtrack so much. How about another track? Yeah. Okay. It, Give me a is this a Patreon suggestion? No, this one came right out of my beaten heart. Turn it up just a bit. Sure. Sonic 06. What's that? Nope. What's an odd Nintendo system? So, it's Sonic. He's really mad against Sonic. What else? Is it Sonic Chronicles? Sonic, like... No. Nope. Sonic Unleashed? Nope. Is Your it first hint... No, it is not Sonic. Okay, Thank that's God. our first You're hint. F- your first hint is that this is a Switch title. Oh, God, this was that game that you just reviewed. Oh, shit! Um, Your God second hint it. is that this fantastic game was made by the indie studio Doraigon Entertainment. Oh, God. It's well, that game, person, isn't it? First person to put... Three random sounds Steve, together wins, I guess. Steve gets the point unless Eugene can get the name. Because you Steve know the was name, the first Eugene. one to pinpoint. Yes. Alright, the name of the game is Maku Unlimited 3. Yes. It's a fantastic game. And yes, there's a review up on Infendo.com that you should totally go read. Oh, I get the anybody... because I got you a plug. Did anybody <laughs> get it in chat? Um, I actually had my chat closed because A, I'm a bad podcaster. B, I'm afraid I'll go all dragony if I have it open. Um, yeah, probably, probably a good call. I, I think I'm just going to be protective of that. And do... Sorry, listeners, but my yeah, because your music's kind of going in and out on our end anyway. Yeah, so we're gonna. I don't. I don't want to ruin the quality of the show here. So we're gonna jump right into the second track. Um, this one was a suggestion from Phantom, one of our devout listeners. Enjoy the music. Oh, I think I know this. Is this Lost tells tale? us? This Wait, isn't Tales of Symphonia. No, it's not. And it's not Blossom Tale? It's not Blossom Tale. Okay. Why, why do I know this? 
Why do I know this? You probably do know this. Will you give me another track? Sure. If you think it will help. Bowser's inside story. No, that wasn't Ooh. Game Boy Advance. Never mind. Oh! Uh, Superstar Saga? Golden Sun. No, it's not Golden Sun. That would be mine. No! Why do I fucking know this? Advance Wars? Nope. How about another track? You're just going through the tracks tonight. I'm not even listening, I'm just guessing games. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I, I know this game. Oh my god, I don't think I know this game. Oh! Would you like um, another hint? This is this is Final Fantasy Tactics! Yes, this is Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, but that's oh, what well, you meant, yeah. so... Duh! Yes, it is Final <laughs> Fantasy Tactics nice. Advance. It was Phantom's track. Eugene got it. You guys are tied. I love this. You guys are like the most nice. balanced <laughs> I've ever seen. Alright, let's go right on to track number three. Nice this one, might Phantom. might be an easy one. I'm not sure. This one is one of mine. Is this Breath of the Wild? Fuck. Nope. It sounds like... Wind Waker? Is this nope. Okami? Nope. Twilight Princess? Nope. I'm gonna jump right into the second track here. Fuck, I know this. Probably do. See if this helps. <laughs> Fuck. 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 <laughs> Majora's Mask. Yes! No! Yes! <laughs> That's the frog song. Yes, it no! is Majora's Mask! Wow. Yeah, you have to get all the frogs into the no! fucking town to play that song. Uh, that was Don Garo's theme. Yeah, when you just kept guessing Zelda, I was like, let me play the frog song quick! That's why I picked this! <laughs> it's now the Steve swearing drinking game. Someone's oh god! Like Steve <laughs> has two points. I was trying not to swear um, either. So Steve's up. He's got two points. To Eugene's one. Uh, this next one is a patron suggestion. It comes from oh a patron who's been a patron for a while, but who just upped his tier to put a song in. I believe uh, Doctor Johnny Five. Thank so you. I've never heard of this game before. I think this will probably be the hardest game in our Nintendo Tunes tonight. But he suggested it, so we're gonna listen to it. Tell me if you need it turned up. Oh my god. Wait. Of course Eugene's heard of it. I played this fucking game. I don't need- I- Am 
on, Eugene. Start the swears. I've already got I'll like five. I'll be amazed if you've heard of this game. Is this a Game Boy Advance game? This is a Game Boy Advance game, I think. Let me double check on that. Yes, it is a Game Boy Advance game. I played a lot of Game Boy Advance. Game Boy Advance came out when I was in high school, and I played it in my backpack when I was supposed to be listening to Math Teacher. Wimp. I played it, like, under the desk when I was supposed to be listening to Math Teacher. <laughs> well, I, I had just, headphones I just, routed through, like, my hoodie, like, so I would play, like, with one, like this. I just grew. Like, <laughs> How about another? How about another track? Show sure enough. Yeah, you already know the the game system, so. <laughs> Sorry. I just oh my god! I know this fucking game. Now I'm excited. Oh, this <laughs> is um. Not Metal Gear. Um. Your next slug. Metal Slug. Your next hint is that this is a Konami title. It got Zone of the Enders! Contra 4. Whoa! Zone of the Enders! Yes! Nice, Holy crap! I knew it was a Konima, Kojima track. Konima. Konima. Wow. <laughs> I really thought that was going to be a stumper. Okay, yeah. Congratulations, Eugene. You totally earned Good that. Good job, Eugene. All right, we are on to track number five. In a second. Many seconds. In like your poor computer. All the seconds. And away we go. <laughs> Such a pretty song. I'm watching smile slowly melt away as he goes into concentration mode. What? Is this- this is a Lucas joint, right? This is a Lucas one, yes. As opposed to a Eugene joint. Oh god. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. God, I got nothing. Would you like to set a track? Please. Sure. Eventually. Sounds like the same track. Is this um, the nutcracker of the game? <laughs> yes. Well done. God, it almost sounds like Four Swords Adventures, but it's not. I know, right? I picked really good music for this game. Is this, Re is this Resident Evil Revelations 1 or 2? Absolutely not! No, it is not. <laughs> um, it your second like hint, cutscene music or something. It is cutscene music. Your second hint is that this is a GameCube title. And I will now begin to boot up the third song. Resident Evil 0, 1, 2, 3, or 4? Nope. Again, not even close, Dave. Okay. This is a fucking Sonic game. God damn it. Is it? I don't know! Yes! It's Sonic Adventure 1! Uh, I said it. Who <laughs> gets that point? 
I think you get that point for actually seeing Sonic Adventure 1. I mean, it was the Eugene got the Eugene got the series, but you actually got Sonic the name of the Sonic game. Sonic would do that to me. <laughs> you got to admit, I picked good songs. Jesus. Oh, okay, Eugene. There's a game in here later that is specifically there to make that up to you. So I seriously <laughs> guess Resident Evil for a Sonic game. Okay, so let me just right. get this. Let me get this straight real quick. It, the point distribution went Steve Eugene, Steve Eugene, Steve. Pretty sure. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right, um, I'm gonna write that down because my memory is not good enough for this. <laughs> okay. Let's go on to uh, the next song, which is a Maya 64 song, actually. Um, I kind of just divvy that like every other one is a Patreon suggestion. So this comes from Minus. Eventually. God, I'm sweating right now. I fucking know this too! God, I don't have it. It's your point. <laughs> this, however, is not a Game Boy Advance game. Why do I fucking know this? Yeah, Eugene gets every patron suggestion, and Steve gets all of my games. <laughs> is this Piano 5? Piano 5? No. No, P-N-O. P-N-O 5? I don't think so. No, it has. It doesn't have the letter P in it at all. <laughs> okay. There's our first hint. No P's. <laughs> Let's go on to another track. <laughs> God, Eugene, we're not even asking for hints, right? Yeah, you guys are doing pretty well, actually. Eventually, the second song is going to load. It'll be just amazing. There we go. Why do you? How about a hint, I guess, since we haven't asked. It is an N64. Fuck, I knew it. God. Is it like visual I'm, uh, no. I'm gonna get the next song loading because it's gonna take that long for it to boot up anyway. Is it Iggy's Wrecking Balls? It is not Iggy's Wrecking Balls, that was an excellent guess. <sighs> I know you've played this game. It's not Goldeneye, is it? It is not Goldeneye. Can we get a little volume? Sure. Neither of my guesses had these in either, by the way. I've been careful about that. Proud of you. Is this Mortal Kombat 4? Nope. Killer Instinct Gold? Nope. Oh! 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 This is, um... This is Command & Conquer! Yes! Mother it is Command & Conquer! Yeah! Jesus! That was on the N64? Yeah! Yep. It was on, like, every Holy system. Shit. 
you have no idea how hard it was to find that specific soundtrack. <laughs> oh, I... Yeah, I bet. Alright, um, this next one is one of my tracks, actually recommended to me by my father. Um, and I highly suspect that Eugene is going to get it. PUBG is not a Nintendo game, so that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Could you mess with your volume bar a little bit? It's kind of going in and out. Uh, sure. Do you want it up oh, or down? Is this UN Squadron? Yes, it's UN Squadron! Guess Woo! that doesn't matter! Well done! I love that game. <clears throat> I just totally turned off the music for it, though. Um, okay. <laughs> wow, so now Eugene is up. Eugene 4, Steven 3. This is a really I broke close sentence. I'm at least putting up a good fight. I'm proud of this. I'm impressed. Um, okay, this next one comes from Jay-Z Beast. As soon as okay. I open the I'm track, scared. you will hear the music and the game will commence. Jay-Z always, like, just, like, messes with my mind. This was actually a pretty traditional track, I felt like, but we'll see. Is this Quest 64? No, but very close. Very Quest 65? Good job! <laughs> Quest 63 and a third. <laughs> right back. I gotta let the cat out. Alright, Steve gets free time. Alright, not that it's gonna help. So I got nothing right now. Well, I guess your hint, which I will reiterate when Eugene gets back. Oh, he is back. Uh, your first hint is that yes, this is an N64 game. Iggy's Wrecking Balls? This is not nowhere near <laughs> Iggy's Wrecking Balls. Who did you say this was? Jay-Z? Jay-Z Beast. Yeah. Does Jay-Z do... Jay-Z does RPGs. But there was like zero RPGs on the N64. I'm not sure if the genre was RPG, but it damn sure looked like one. Hmm. It's at the very least of that archetype. Kind of even think of RPGs on it. Well, again, it might not actually be an RPG. It's just it's in that vein, at least. Sure. Hey, Lucas, uh, text me the name of it, and I'll look it up for you. Okay, cool. Oh, uh, <laughs> Sonic the Fighters. There you go. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's not Quest 64. Nope. Is gonna... it, um... Is this Gauntlet 64? Nope. Castlevania 64? Nope. Does it have the word 64, the number 64 in the title? It does. And I believe that this game was at least in part co-developed by Nintendo. 
What? Because they're who I have down as the, like, makers. So this game was at least in part worked on my Nintendo, unless they just published it. Hmm. Is it, um, Ogre Battle 64? Yes! Oh, nice. shit! I never would have got that. <laughs> I had to rack my brains for that one. I'm pretty sure that one had, like, a blue cartridge, or maybe it was orange or something. It definitely had a different color sure. cartridge. All I saw was the promo art, but it might have been green? I feel like I remember there being a green N64 cartridge. Anyway, that's not important. What is important is Eugene is now going 2 nothing, and we're about to go on to track number 9. Tendoons is going really quick. Y'all are a talented <laughs> bunch. I'm a little disappointed in myself for making these as easy as I did. This one's going to stump you, though. I honestly believe I've got you this time. Is this Stardew Valley? Nope. Harvest Moon? <gasps> oh! Nope. Um. Dylan's Rolling Western! No. Good guess, though. Fuck! Is this an Earthworm Gym game? Nope. Could you adjust your volume a little bit? Sure, up or down? Let's go up. How's that? How about another track? Let's get working on it. Quest Builders? Nope, but your first hint is that this is a Switch game. It is a Switch game? Yep. Okay. What has he been playing, Steve? This song sounds so Grant Kirkhopey to me, I love it. That's not a hint, that's just me telling it's you it's what it is, what like it is. So it's, I don't think it's ukulele. It is not. And also, what has he been playing is an excellent question to be asking yourself. This isn't the Kirby Star Allies. Nope. Oh. Let's go to track number three. Eventually. What? Is this Blossom Tail? Nope, I've never played Blossom Tail. Have you played this game? Yes, extensively. Fuck. Oh! Uh, uh. I think Eugene is constipated. I know what it's it is! Not, it's not Bayonetta, is it? It's not Bayonetta. Your third hint is that this game was worked is on by Team is, 17. Is it that Japanese game with the, the Japanese fighting game you told me I needed to remember the three syllables of? Nope. 
it the Japanese game with all the half-naked girls in it? It's a not game? a Japanese game. <laughs> what? It's not a Japanese game. I, I only got one track left. Oh, I'm so angry right now. I'm amazed. Oh my god. I'd be so mad if I don't get this. You were talking about playing this fucking game! I bought this game because I watched Markiplier play a couple of episodes and I absolutely loved what I saw. Got nothing? I can could, I could look at my switch and cheat. <sighs> Do you yield? I yield. Yes. The Escapist 2. Fuck. Because I remember saying, oh yeah, I think they had Walking Dead DLC for this game. Yep. Um, when you said um, I... 17, that's what did it. Yeah. I passed on this game so many times because of the terrible cover art, then I actually watched gameplay and I was like, huh, it's a really cool game! Alright, well this next one will spare you my horrible mind. This one comes from one of our patrons, Mike, also known as Corky Dog. He goes by both on our Patreon, so, so will I. Why do all these games sound Western? I know, right? Is this still uh, a first hint, Western? It is not. Your first hint for Shit. this game is I didn't know that this was also a GameCube game. I owned it on Xbox way back in the day. Is this, um... Not Red Dead Redemption. Did that game come, come to it? Red Dead Revolver? Did Red no. Dead Revolver come to a game? Nope. this. Ah, how about another track? The only thing that's coming to my mind is that one Chinabra whatever game it was. What? I know which one you're talking about. I think that was a Wii game, though. Yeah, you're right, actually. I'm trying to think of Western games. There was, like, Black, but I don't think that was a Western. I, the only one I keep going back to is Red Dead Revolver. This is going to be a painful round, isn't it? God, we were doing so good at first, Eugene. <laughs> I'm going to get right into the third track here because I don't think these tracks are helping you much. Yeah. It's not, it's not Time Splitters, is it? It's not Time Splitters. Good guess, though. Um. This game was primarily developed, from what I could find, by a company called Neversoft. But it's a Never couple soft. of developers. What was the genre? Because they did, like, Tony Hawk I games. This isn't Tony Hawk, is it? I believe it was just a third-person, semi-open-world Western game. Kind of in the same vein as Red Dead. I played it a long time ago. 
But that's how I remember it anyway. I got nothing. Do we yield, gentlemen? I do. We yield. This game was called Gun. Oh, Gun. yeah. Yep. That came out on GameCube? Yeah, I did not know that until I looked huh. it up for myself. I played it on X. I didn't know it was a GameCube game. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, Mike uh, uh -huh. once again stumped us. He is like the stumper king. Yeah. Um, this is the last patron suggestion. It was a very late entry max. I will tell you this is a game we have played many times before on the show, but he wanted Ooh. it, so we're going to play it. I'm ready. Oh! Is this Elements? Nope. Good guess, though. Robo. It is custom robo. How many nice. times can we play it on Nintendo? I was gonna say, why do I know this? It's because we, we played it. Because we played it like 50 times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was doing so good at first. Alright, well, Eugene has kind of stolen the show here, but I do have one track left, besides my tiebreaker, which I guess I don't need to play. And I want to play it because the music in this game is phenomenal. See if you guys can guess this, even though I don't think either of you have played this game. Are we listening to the new music right now? Um, you are now. <laughs> I love this one. It's not Smash Bros. It's not. Although it very well could be in the next Smash Bros. Is it Fire Emblem? Nope. Is this F-Zero? Nope. <laughs> I want one of you to get this, because I know you have it in you. What console is this on? Let me give you another track first, then we can move on to console. Just got the next track in. Okay. What is this? I feel like I should know. I don't this. think either of you have played it. It is a very mainstream game, though, in terms of, you know, what we've had tonight. I feel like I should it know. It is this. a Switch game. Yeah, it's a Switch game? Yep. This is not Breath of the Wild. Nope. No, he doesn't. There's music playing, Eugene. How can it be Breath of the Wild? <laughs> Plus, he says he doesn't think we've played it, and he knows we've played that one. Also true. In fact, I, I know that neither of you have played this. I, I'm, I'm almost positive Eugene has. I know one of our listeners has played it extensively, though. Xenoblade Chronicles? Yes! It's Xenoblade Chronicles 2! Really? Oh, wow! Yes! <laughs> 
Well done, Steven. It doesn't it doesn't win you a match, but you know what? You get two points for that, which ties Ooh. it up to six for Eugene, five for Steve. I'll take it. <laughs> Very, Very nice. close round of Nintendoons this time. Justin gets a point, even though he didn't show up because we love him. Yep. Um, I get three points, so I came in third place. Uh, that was a round of Nintendoons. Mike gets two points. Oh, he no longer does Sinfendo Radio. Um, Lewis gets a <laughs> half a point. And that's the, that's the final score for this round of Nintendo. No, 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 no. You forgot one. Barack Obama gets six points. and we're Barack tied, Obama so gets six the- points. That's fair. You and, uh-huh, you and Obama uh-huh. are in a tie, but Obama isn't here to do the tiebreaker, so you win by default. All yeah. right, I'll take that. Thank you, thank you, Mr. So Obama. Those of you, I'm sorry, those of you, Obama. So those of you keeping track at home, those scores were a half a point for Lewis, one point for Justin, two points for who else did I say? Mike gets two points. Mike. I have th- I have three. Steve ended at five. Uh, Barack Obama and Eugene tied at six, but Obama was unable to make playoffs. <laughs> so Eugene wins this round of Nintendoons. Let's give him a round of applause, folks. Wonderful job, Can- friend. <laughs> can we switch Mike and Justin, though, just so Justin can beat Mike? I guess. Because <laughs> then Mike's going to write it and complain. So one way or another, someone's going to be pissed. Anyway, folks, we will be right back after a brief, briefest of breaks. Back to give you some of that good old question block loving. Until then, I love you all. Bye-bye. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. You guys were way better than I thought you would be. And we are back. So we took a little break. Lucas does not, um, he has not entered the dragon. And we're about to play some question block? That's not a game. I don't know what I'm saying. But we're here anyways. We're doing it live. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I actually have the first question. Um, If you'd like to give us a question to read on the show, you can too by going to patreon.com slash infendoradio. So this one comes from our executive producer, Hacks Life. Um, let's create a little bit of controversy. If you can, um, could improve the current show in any, in one way, what changes would you make and why? Um, I'm assuming he's talking about Infendo Radio, um, so I am going to go first. I know exactly what I want to do. We've talked about this internally a lot, but the, probably one of the first things I'd like to do is get us over to Twitch, because that seems like, um... You know, YouTube's really cool and everything for live streaming, but, like, Twitch is, like, gaming, man. So, like, that, I think that's where we need to be, you know? Yeah, I, I totally get that. Um, mine is kind of a nitpicky one, I guess. It's not really a necessity, but it sure would be nice if money were endless and gold flowed from the rivers. Um, <laughs> I, I, would lo- I would love us to get some, like, really... Like, we have good mics now, but, like, I'd like us to get some of those, like, like the one you were looking at the other day, that really nice noise-canceling mic. Like, mm-hmm. you and I have even talked about this privately. Like, Eugene and I would both like to have, like, a little studio room that's, like, all lined with foam that we can have, like, perfect right. recording for... And, like, like, I want that just for the YouTube stuff anyway, let alone for the show. But, like, I think that next level of, like, recording equipment would be fantastic, because then, like... You might not hear all the squeaking in my chair when I rock back and forth and like, hell, maybe a new chair, like stuff like that. <laughs> right. It's kind of that, that next tier of, you know, quality audio. But right. I got a nice Steve, mic for my buddy, like so I'm good do. for now. Sure, sure. Steve, we can't hear you. Oh, we lost Steve. Steve is, Steve's dead. 
Steve, we only lost Steve, his. Steve took that uh, that microphone comment to heart. Yeah, he's getting a new <laughs> mic right now. He's plugging it in. <laughs> he's getting on Amazon Prime right now. Oh. No, so I'm gonna jump in with you though. But yeah, I, that's actually part of my goals too to like you know a, a little by little upgrade my recording equipment and everything. Like I kickstarted this um, Indiegogo microphone. It's called like the M Drill One or something like that, I think. And it's got like noise canceling and all this stuff. It's a really expensive mic. I mean, it's about as expensive as a Yeti. I think it's like I, I kickstarted it for like 160 or Indiegogo it or whatever but yeah like that's only gonna help like and not only is that gonna help the show quality and my editing is going to um you know not have to uh you know suffer so uh yeah i see steve's steve's um sinking problem so let's um pause here real quick and then let's do that Kirby, 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 he's saving the day Kirby, 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 he's here to stay so the biggest thing that I want actually is an actual room to record in. For those of you that haven't seen my recording setup, I've got my computer and a second screen sitting on two TV trays and I'm on a patio chair. I just want an office to record in where I could actually be somewhat comfortable. So that would be my way of improving the show. Um, as far as like, you know, actually improving what we do. I'm kind of already taking steps towards that. I've always wanted to have a capture card and record gameplay and commentary. And I just got one of those last week. I just haven't had a chance to capture anything yet. So I am actually working on that. So. Yep. And then so um, I, I speaking on what we talked about when nothing happened at all with the recording, um, <laughs> the I, I would like to not like equipment wise or anything like that. And we've talked about this type of stuff internally for sure. But like I just like I would like to get to a point where we are like, you know, like every intro and every outro, like maybe I, I've, I've seen it on some podcasts like where they, you know, have like a pre-recorded intro, pre-recorded outro with like all the plugs and all that bullshit like maybe that would be nice to do do or like maybe have a script that we read every every time you know to, to kind of keep the consistency because i mean it, it kind of is nice to have the cold opens but you know it, it, it at the same time we don't well but how many time, how know? many times have we forgotten the executive producer or something like that yeah in in that same vein too we actually just like tonight thanks to eugene started um putting other like like cards mm. up for other youtube videos you can visit um cards for like donation play like you can donate to like children's charities and stuff through our youtube videos like yep. we just started like interconnecting all of our videos on youtube both the stuff that you're seeing now that will have that and um like the the infendo plays and everything else that we do on youtube so like that's that's another area where i feel like we finally hit that next it's baby steps it's like every day it's like there's a new little advancement that's the goal so well right, like we yeah, went we, way we, too long on hax's question but <laughs> sure yeah. well there's five seconds left if you want to jump in for the to last say, part if, steve if you think of everything we've done over the last even year since i joined the show we went from recording you know not live on wednesday nights now we've got a live show we've got a patreon we've got a merch store you know we have a youtube channel with content mm -hmm. going up every couple of days we've tell really us more about it Tell us more about how great we are, Steve. <laughs> so, no, I'm just, I'm impressed with what we've done, and I'm excited to see what we can do. For sure, for sure.
All right, Siebel, why don't you uh, take us away with Minus? Oh, wait, did I? I, I think I was going to take you're that You're taking one, actually, that one, huh? yeah. Eugene, why don't you take us away with <laughs> Minus? Okay, Eugene, why don't you uh, stop following me around and stuff? Okay, maybe I will. All right, here we go. Here is oh, Minus boy. 64's question. Give me your best theories as to why Peach keeps getting captured by Bowser. <coughs> Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> Damn it, Steve! You stole mine. Um, I my honest Top answer that. would be that that Sonic or that Sonic Jesus that <laughs> Mario came at a time like you know in the in the early eighties when that was kind of the thing, right? Like th- th- in the movies, there would be the woman that needed that you know to be saved, and then here comes your trusty carpenter or plumber, depending on your game, Mario. So yeah, I don't know. That I, I just think it's kind of a just what There's a sign a, of the times. That's a stupid answer, and I'm going to tell you why. More security in the Mushroom Kingdom castle. <laughs> that's all it takes. She has dumb little toads who tremble and hide behind her with little paper thin spears as her bodyguards, and everybody's like, "Why does she keep getting kidnapped?" You give those toads some decent swords oh, and shields, some training, you get a militia going, and all of a sudden, Bowser's not knocking at your door no more because those toads are stabbing him right in his little lizard chest. <laughs> That's God. all it takes, people. A little what training, a f- some funding into the Mushroom Kingdom military instead of buying cakes every week. And you're safe. No more kidnappings. I so guarantee what, you. So what you're saying is we need to get the Toads AR-15s? That's exactly oh not what I'm saying because that is not even something I want to joke about. That's why I went to Swords and Shields, Steve. I don't know. That went downhill fast. Uh, yeah. You're the one that said military. What else am I supposed to think? So real talk, I would say that, uh, like, well, honestly, I think that's really is why, because, you know, sign of the times. But, like, why does it keep happening? Because it's easy, you know? That's just kind of, like, what Mario and Peach, that's just their dynamic, you know? I like that, like, me and Steve are, like, in the canon of Mario, and you're like, why from a game design perspective? (laughs) (laughs) I had a thought, and I just lost it. No joke. I will say that, like, even though it's incredibly simple and basic, oh. the Mario Peach Bowser, like, love triangle is my favorite thing. Because I am as much a Gosh. fan of Peach and Bowser as I am yet, of Mario and Peach. Yet you didn't buy the Amiibos. Um, I don't need that. That's $15 a piece! <laughs> but what about the timeline, Lucas? I want to know. I, we need to sit down for an entire episode. A round table, Lord. if you will. Infendo, and we need Infendo to map timelines. Out, <laughs> we need to map out the Mario timeline because I think this is critical information that our don't listeners even, want to know. Don't even get me started on the Mario he's timeline. Ar- he's already got a fucking <laughs> Google spreadsheet started, Steve. You uh, don't know what well, you want. I, well, I think that uh, talking about the Mario timeline is really just a fantasy. We need to stop shooting for the stars <laughs> Uh, get our butts online here and go to our next question, which is not question God, he two. He even put two in there. Um, and <laughs> that did. question comes from Dr. Johnny Five, and it is a very long question, so stick with me for a minute here. I'm going to read the whole thing, and then we can chat it up. 
What do you think about Fantasy Star Online 2 coming to the Switch in Japan and seemingly only being a Japanese exclusive? Ugh. My bigger question with this is, <laughs> what are your feelings of bigger Japanese titles only coming to Japan, such as Monster Hunter Double Cross, which has been talked about in the past, but also Dragon Quest Heroes, among others. Fantasy Star Online 2 only coming to Japan has me worried that we're going to miss out on a lot of great Japanese games. I personally am surprised that they are only coming to Japan. Everything sells on the Switch, and you could on the Switch, you could even if they bought a silly Barbie game to the Switch, it would be a million copy seller in a week. So what gives? I would like to start off this question because I think no, Eugene has a Japanese eShop account too. He showed me how to set it up. I think I'm the only one who really takes advantage of his Japanese account. Um, mm-hmm. I, I have like two or three big games that only came out in Japan. Um, I understand why some games don't get translated over. They think that it's not worth the price to do it, even if it's a digital-only kind of thing, which seems kind of silly because digital is a lot cheaper to produce than physical, as as I understand it. But I get it. Certain games just don't have that appeal. The Dragon Quest series, like you mentioned, has never been a series that, and as far as I've known, has done as well overseas as it has in Japan. For Um, sure. uh, Monster Hunter, I guess. I don't really know the statistics on that. But... Uh, it sucks. It, it sucks not having those games. Um, my take on it, though, my personal opinion on like this whole subject matter is, at least for the first time in my life, I have the option, even though it's a difficult option, to yeah. buy those games if I'm really interested in them. I own Dragon Quest Heroes. I own Monster Hunter Double Cross. Um, I will probably end up getting Fantasy Star Online 2 if I can get it and play it with other people, because I don't know how the servers will work in a Japanese-only game. I assume they'll work well, like they did Monster Hunter, but who really knows? But um, as much as it sucks that like games like that aren't coming over to the States, at the very least, we have an option that we never had on Nintendo systems before, which is to convert our money into yen and buy those games and play them in Japanese, which isn't for everyone, but it's a lot better than not getting the game at all. So like that's that's where I stand on it. So, it's no secret that I am vehemently against buying games <laughs> off the Japanese eShop. Um, I am one of these stubborn, I guess is the word I'm looking for, people that is kind of all about voting with your wallet. And I feel that if we're all setting up Japanese eShop accounts and buying it off the Japanese eShop, then we're not really making a statement saying, you know, hey you know, I'm not going to buy this unless it comes over to America. And I know that unfortunately it doesn't work, but for me, it actually makes me feel okay. Um, I think it's a little ridiculous for a lot of games, especially, and I've talked about this before, Double Cross, um, where it's translated. It's entirely translated, except for maybe a couple of new monsters that are in Double Cross that were not in Generations. I don't understand why it's so difficult, especially on that one. Um, Fantasy Star, I can kind of understand why it may not get translated, because isn't that a very text-heavy game? Oh yeah, for sure. So I can see how that one would be crazy expensive, you know, to do. But there's plenty of companies out there right now that are willing to do these ports. Um, There's a company out there that wants to port Monster Hunter World to Switch. I don't think it'll ever happen. And I'm not sure the Switch could handle it, to be honest. I mean, I it probably could, but I don't know. I don't understand how all that works. Um, you know, so it's just disappointing, I guess, to me. So I'm going to jump in here and because that last 
couple of sentences really stuck with me about how he said that if they brought a silly Barbie game to Switch, it would be a million seller. I don't know if it would necessarily be a million seller, but I remember back on the, um, you know, even dating back to the end of the Wii days, the, the um, thoughts of all the third parties as to why they wouldn't bring their games to the to the. Nintendo consoles is because they just don't sell. But, like, it seems like third-party games are selling on the Switch and selling a lot. Like, there's been reports of, like, um, indie games that have sold, like, 40 times more on Switch than they have, like, on Steam. Oh, than they have, like, on Steam or other consoles or on other places, you know? So, like, to kind of close off the topic, um, what do I think about these Japanese games not coming potentially to the American eShop? I, I just think it's a shame. I think it's wasted potential. Like, I think if Monster Hunter Double Cross came as a um, digital version only to the American eShop, like, I think people would eat that up. Like, it wouldn't sell maybe nearly as, definitely not nearly as much as, like, what Monster Hunter World is selling, like, on PS4 and everything else, right? But, like, I mean, Switch owners have that want. They have that desire to play those types of games, and I think people would buy that. I, I do just want to, as, like, a closing statement for all the Monster Hunter talk, say that when you go on to, like, a post about Monster Hunter World, almost all of the Nintendo gamers say, forget World, just give me an English version of Double Cross. Like, that seems to be what the Nintendo-only Monster Hunter fan base, whatever is left of that, is clamoring for. They don't need an entirely new game. They just want the game that they already, you know, they already can get. That's what I wanted. Yeah, it's, um, and in that case, it is really true. It would be a little more work than you think, because there's... There's a lot of new text right. and stuff, but it but it wouldn't be nearly the the giant project that like a game like Fantasy Star would be. So really, it just seems to be a cost thing, and for whatever reason, they don't think it would be effective. But it's a shame. Yeah, and then so yeah, that it, it's just it's just crazy. I, I I really wish that they would just bring that stuff over, man. Like everybody wants it. Like it, like just give it give the gamers what they want. Like Steve said, it shouldn't be that difficult. It seems like the game's mostly translated. But okay, timer timer timed. Let's move on. Steve, talk to us about Jay-Z Beast. All right. So Jay-Z Beast asks, you know what's been missing for a while? Movie tie-in games. How would you guys feel if we got a resurgence of, preferably good, movie tie-ins besides Star Wars and Lord of the Rings? Um, mm. I don't know. I am. I just remember so many bad movie tie-in games that now I see them and it's just like, oh, geez, here we go. Yeah. But it would be nice to see, well, it would be nice to see some new ones. The only problem is there's not really that many movies out right now that I'd be interested to play the video game of. Okay, fuck you. Give me Marvel Ultimate Alliance or something like that. Like with all this new Marvel stuff going on, do you guys remember those games like the X-Men Legends games? So, they were kind of like Diablo for like Marvel. Give me so that. So what shit. you're so what you're saying is turn Avengers Infinity War into Marvel yeah. Ultimate Alliance? Yeah. The, the, okay. This Thank is kind you. of I'm good with that. This is kind of crossing the streams here, but we are getting a new Tomb Raider movie in like a month. Um I don't like really anything i've seen about it but people are excited for it i guess we could get a movie based off a could get a game based off a movie which is based off a game if you want to go that awkward (laughs) route god we haven't done that in a while yeah i mean there's a lego there was i think there was a lego movie video game that was based on the movie yeah lego the movie the game Yeah, yeah like lego the lego movie the video game 
but but yeah, I'm trying to think of some movies that have come out that would be fun to play as games, and honestly, I can't think of that many. The problem with movie tie-in games, and the reason why I always felt like I got so burned on them, other than maybe like the Spider-Man games, those were pretty well done, is that they, they're usually just cheap cash-ins, and they're usually just sure. like awkward kind of semi-beat-em-up games where you just kind of go around into a room and beat up a bunch of enemies, and then you go to the next room, and you just keep doing that for like five hours, and then the game is over. Like... I can't really think of a single movie that's come out besides like the big name license stuff. Jay Z has want a to, good idea. You know, he says What's his Pacific thought? Rim. Pacific Rim. I could see it. Yeah. yeah. Um, honestly, this is this is kind of going into our next question, but I want to play a Super Mario Brothers the movie the game. I, yeah. I want to play that. I want. I want a <laughs> oh, game. God. I want a game based on the 80s movie that is my favorite bad movie. Yeah, I, and, Ke- I th- and Kevin Bell just stole my thought. Ready Player One would make oh, a yeah, really that's a good, good video idea. game. Ready Player One yeah. could be cool, but honestly, I'd rather just play like an original MMO. Like, yeah. it, I, I, I'll, I have a confession. I don't really like game or movies about video games. Like, when okay. I was in college, everyone was like, Wreck-It Ralph is going to be so good. And I was like, I don't care. And I saw it, and I was like, I don't care. Like, I don't get hyped <laughs> for video game-related movies. I don't know why. It's just like a personal turnoff for me. Sure. Oh. Well. well, since you bring that up, one thing I do want to see... The game that was in Wreck It Ralph that uh, oh, fixed yeah. it feel like the, I want, the racing I, game. I, no, not the racing one. The other one. The, the the game that was in the movie about video games. Well, was, it was <laughs> like it the, the, the Fix It Felix. About. Yeah, I want just Fix It Felix to be on the Switch. That'd be cool, actually. You could put the Switch in vertical mode. It'd be great. <laughs> All right. Why don't you read us our final Patreon question, Steve? All right, what is the worst video game movie you have ever seen? Resident Evil 1, period. Like, I know uh, Mario Brothers is a bad movie, but I oh, love Mario, Mario Brothers. Brothers. Is so much fun. I love Mario Brothers. But yeah, have the, you the ever original seen Resident Rain? Evil movie. No, I never did see Blood Rain. Oh, is it God. awful? Anything, anything Uwe Ball is god-awful. Huh. Um, Blood Rain is one of those. I will say the Street Fighter movie was pretty garbage. Um, I didn't there's see really that nothing either. about that movie that appealed to me. It's a fun movie to make fun of, but that's about it. Which one? Um, hey, which one? The first or the second? I honestly there was, don't know. There I, was watched, Street Fighter I watched and a then Street there were, Fighter movie. Well, yeah, there was Street Fighter, and then there was Street Fighter: The Legend of Chun Li. I don't know. Probably the Street Fighter then, because I don't think this one was about Chun Li. And inter- um, interestingly enough, I think there was a video game based on that movie. Another oh, movie God. that was another movie that was pretty awful was the Sonic the Hedgehog OVA that came out in like the nineties. With that, huh? um, yeah, it, it was it was a it was just a cartoon Sonic movie, but like it it didn't really follow a plot. It was very confusing and all over the place. The voice acting was awful. Knuckles wore a little like crocodile Dundee hat for some reason, oh, and it God. has that. <laughs> it has that quote that I love to reference where like they're they're colliding with each other, him and Metal Sonic, and he's like, You know everything that I'm going to do, but I know everything that you're going to do. Strange, isn't it? And then they just like Dragon Ball Z all over the screen. But like it's it's bad. It's really bad. Like it's not even Mario Brothers bad where like it's fun to watch. It's just like cringy and bad. So that's a thing. Sure. I I I I don't know if you guys have 
God, I, I, I don't know why I've seen all of his shit, but it's so bad it's good almost. But all of Uva Ball's stuff, if you've never seen any of that stuff, he does a lot of freaking um, video game movies. So he's done like Blood Rain, he's done Alone in the Dark, he did Far Cry, he did a Rampage movie. Um, There's a new Rampage like, movie coming yes, out in I like a month. Yes, I want to see that. It's got The Rock, it's got Negan, I'm so excited for that. Huh. Sure. Well, don't watch it if Uva Ball touched it because it's most likely <laughs> terrible. But there's a bu- there was a bunch of stuff that came out in the '90s too. What about like the Mortal Kombat movies? Those ones were I terrible. I love those movies. They're not good, but I um, love them. Annihilation I, is kind of bad. Oh, it's awful, I, I, but I love it. I, I want to slowly shift the conversation before we get out of it and deliver a little PSA. There are some solid like fan movies out there. Like I had watched a Mega Man fan movie that was pretty legit, and it was like a full length thing. I'd seen like a Legend of Zelda movie that was interesting. Like back in college, I used to dabble with like those fan made like kind of big budget. Like they got a few hundred thousand dollars to like make a movie, and it was just kind of like a homemade kind of thing. There's some cool stuff out there on the internet if you want to look for it. So that's kind of the reverse of the question, but. I like sure. I do like the Silent Hill movies. Like my wife and I'll watch those whenever they're on. Sure. Oh, I didn't even know there were Silent Hill movies. Actually, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Again, they're not great, but they they're not bad. Sure. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the question block. Um, again, if you'd like to submit a question for us to read on the show, you can too by going to patreon.com slash radio or infendo.com because there's a little button up there now that you can click. It takes you to our Patreon channel. All right. So we're going to move on into Change the System. Um, guys, has anybody been playing anything exciting this week? I have. <laughs> Go, Lucas. Um, if you are subscribed to our YouTube channel, you know that I played a bunch of Kirby ROM hacks the other day. Um, without going into too much detail and boring everybody's pants off, there were a couple of really cool ones out there. The coolest one that I played was something called Kirby's Bizarre Adventure. It is so much fun. I think it's a work in progress. I originally found this guy's ROM hack from, like, 2014. Then I found out... I almost gave up on finding it. Then I found out he reworked on it, and he was working on it again in 2017. I downloaded the demo of it. I don't know how far it gets, because I only got through, like, the first world and a half. But it's Kirby's Adventure for for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Um, You cannot fly. Oh, no. Oh, no. All of the levels have been, like, redesigned to take advantage of that. If you go and you watch the video, it's the last one that I cover. Like, you'll see some of the puzzles he threw in, like, spinies that you have to, like, fireball against walls to, like, climb up. There's big gaps that you have to, like, latch onto a bridge to and stuff. It's a cool game, and it's hard. Like, it's a real challenge. It was so much fun. Like, I want to play through the whole thing and see how far he got in designing the levels, because it's a really cool game, and I had a lot of fun playing it. Um... Besides that, I played a little Splatoon 2 over the weekend. I played um, Rocket League the other night with Mike and Steve. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I, Other than that, I played I played a lot of Escapists as well, that one that you guys couldn't guess on uh, Nintendo Damn it. But I'm thinking that was just about it. I'm kind of bummed out right now and kind of put off towards Splatoon anymore because I realized that the DLC doesn't come out until, like, August, and that mm-hmm. kind of sucks. 
Um, I mean, I'm always playing Rocket League. Oh, and my Danmaku Unlimited 3 review came out this week, or early last week. I, so I played I a lot game. more of that. It's a fun game. And I'm realizing, like, I never really touched easy mode until I did the review. Like, I realized it really is accommodating. Like, you can get to, like, the end worlds even sucking at this kind of game on easy mode. Then when you get sure. to, like, true, true difficulty, it's just, like, death. But it's a cool game. I, I really can't say enough about how much I love that game. Um, awesome. I've played Say that Kirby game Star again, Allies. how do you pronounce it? Danmaku? Danmaku, un, Danmaku Unlimited 3. Um, if you guys love us, or even just like us, or tolerate us, because you listen to us every <laughs> week, um, they sent us an early review copy for the game. It was the best early review copy of like a game I've ever played. And for honestly, sure. the fact that they, they supported us by sending us a copy of it meant a lot to me because, like, hey, we're trying to be something, too. And their game is really phenomenal. Like, like with or without the review copy, it's a fantastic game. So, like, show them some love. Download the game. It's a really cool game. It deserves their love. Um, like I was saying, the only other thing I've been playing a lot of is the Kirby Star Allies demo because I want that game. But until I get that game... Playing the demo over and over and over again is my way of coping. So that's that's what I've been doing. Um, those are all my games. Okay. Um, Eugene, you care if I go next? Hit it, buddy. Okay. Um, so I did play a little bit of Splatoon, I think, at some point this last weekend. I don't remember exactly. Um, like Lucas said, I know for sure I played Rocket League with him and Mike. Um, had a really good time. Um I played mostly in handheld that night because my wife was still up, um, so I was just playing kind of that way. And then my Switch started to die, so I switched over to the big screen. You don't really notice how big of a deal it is moving from the uh, handheld mode to the TV, but my god does it make a difference when you're playing Rocket League. I don't know why, like I don't think it performs that much better, but it it is noticeable. It does. Yeah, I, I notice actually. I think it's the. Fr- I think I don't know if it's the resolution or the frame rate that I notice, but it, yeah. it's definitely something. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. I was I was floored when I did that back to back like that. Um, I'm a little worried for when I start Bayonetta one because I plan on playing that mostly in handheld, but I've heard it does not look great when you're playing in docked mode because it's you know a 10, 15 year old game whatever, and you know I. I've just heard it didn't age very well, unfortunately, even with the new coat of paint. I, I think unless you're picky about your your visuals, Which I'm that's not. not gonna that's not gonna be an issue. It's gonna well, look as good as it looked on the Wii U, if not, you know, slightly well, better. Well, and the other so thing like, for me too is I don't I don't have anything to compare it to because I've never seen that game before. Yeah. So for me, well, I probably won't notice anything. Well, you also kind of don't have a choice because like the only systems it's been out on are older systems and Switch. So like, right, this is as right. good looking as it gets. <laughs> right. So, but where I spent the bulk of my week this week um, was playing Shantae and the Shantae Half-Genie Hero. God, I almost got that backwards. Um, I think I started it on Sunday afternoon, and about, I'm wanting to say it took me roughly seven hours to 100% the Shantae campaign. Um, It was rough. Like... It's one thing to play all those levels through, and they're all good levels, the music's good, the level design's good, but then when you really have to start backtracking with the abilities through these same levels over and over, it does get very tedious. I remember, and Lucas have and I had this discussion... Have you played that game before, too? No, this is my first oh, okay. time playing Half Genie, Half Genie Hero. Um, I waited on that one because it didn't come to 3DS, and I didn't want to buy it on Vita. 
and then I found out it was coming to Switch, so I figured that was going to be my console of choice. Um, my god, does it get tedious towards the end of the game when you have to get those last mm. couple of things. I know Lucas didn't finish all the backtracking, which I get because I was struggling to get through it. That was um, what made me quit. <laughs> yeah, actually. And then I think it was like Thursday night or something like that. I started uh, the Risky Boots DLC, which I think is called the Pirate Queen's Quest, if I remember right. And my God, was I disappointed with that. It was short. It was mm. the same levels. It it, And I really hate to make this comparison, but I knew it was coming. Um, it really <sighs> felt like a wannabe Shovel Knight, unfortunately. Mm. Um, they tried to do like with Plague Knight where you would go through the same levels and there were some new areas that were exclusive to him and everything except for they didn't put any new areas that were exclusive to Risky it was literally the same levels over and over just from a different point of view from a certain point in the story sure. um, so I finished that in three and a half hours I was able to 100% that DLC and God. I seem to remember that being it was anywhere from 5 to $8 for that DLC, I don't remember. So I found that to be a little disappointing as well. Um, then I started playing the Friends Till the End DLC, which is currently the last DLC that's out there. They've got one more on the way. Mm -hmm. And in this one, you switch between three of her friends, Sky, Bolo, and Roddy Tops. And they each have a different ability that they can do. So Sky can throw eggs in these little birds hatch and you can use them as platforms. But then she's got a special ability that uses magic where she's got this shield that'll come up and protect her. Sure. Um, Bolo can break through solid obstacles and he's got a grapple ability. And then his special one, he throws a metal ball that bounces around the stage to kill enemies. And can then you cycle between all three characters? At will. Uh, yeah. Hmm. That sounds That's a lot nice. like trying. Have you ever played trying? No, oh but God. I need to. trying. <laughs> um, so, and then, let's see, Roddy Tops can throw her head and move through barriers. Like So she'll throw her head, and as long as it lands in a safe place, her body will go to where her head is. Sure. And then... I don't even remember what her special ability was. Um, the long and short of it, though, it's the same fucking levels <laughs> again. And I am about sick of doing these levels. At least in the Spectre of Torment campaign, they gave you brand new redesigned levels with brand new music. This is right. the same levels that I've played uh, countless times already. And it uses retro music from the entire series, which is kind of cool. But I'm just kind of done with it at this point. I'm going to have a very hard time finishing this campaign. Sure. I don't... So. I I don't mean to make everything about me and my life, but you're actually teaching me a lot of important stuff for what not to do and what I'm working on. Because, like, I, I never even would have thought of, like, different things in the same levels for different characters. But, like, well, yeah. that makes a lot of freaking sense. Don't just have well, different characters in exactly I, the same levels. And I'm not right. trying to really tear this game down. Like, I'm enjoying it. If I had to rate it, I would probably give it either a three and a half or a four. But my god, it's just a lot of the same. Yeah. Like, well, a and, lot of the same. 
Well, and that was a problem I had with the game in the first campaign, was just it felt like a lot of backtracking and repetition, and just how much can you do before it gets boring, you know? Well, yeah, like Shovel Knight, you can two, three times through these levels, you've got everything. Shantae, it takes anywhere from five to seven per level to get everything. So, anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's not not impressed. it, it It killed the game for me. Like I was, I was playing. I was like, "Oh, cool, Shante, I'm having fun again." And then, like, I got to the point where, like, I couldn't find anything I needed, and I was like, "I don't want to do this anymore." Like, yeah, sure. Yeah, that that could be too much. All right. Well, uh, did you have anything else, Steve, before I take over my uh, change of system? No, actually, I think that's all I've played. Um, I'm just excited to get back into Skyrim. I'm trying to finish Shante so I can spend the next couple months on Skyrim before the, my next few games come out. So. Fair enough. All right, well, my change of system will be pretty short. I haven't played a lot of games again this week. Sorry, guys. Um, We talked about it already. Kind of in a gaming slump. Um, I I always find time for fucking PUBG, though, so, like, there's there's always that. I'll always find a few rounds of that. But um, I guess the only uh, thing of note that I played on Nintendo consoles this week was that um, I purchased two games for the Switch, I bought um, um, Disc Jam, which I barely have even turned on. Oh, God. And I bought um, Blossom Tales, because I've been yearning for, like, a top-down Zelda-y type game. So that I figured that would, um, you know, fill that itch. Haven't played much of either, but I'm excited to play them both. So, yeah, those are those will probably be talked about a little bit more next week. But, yeah, I'm um, those are my two latest purchases anyways. Just haven't gotten a lot of time with them. So, yeah. All right. Well, that is the end of my change of system. God, I'm boring. But um, I guess that brings it to the end of the show when we're not boring. So, uh, yeah, I guess there's that. Um, All right, guys. We have a fine individual to thank this month for bringing us the show. That's our executive producer, Hacks Life. Um, Thank you for doing what you do. Thank you for being an executive producer this month. We really appreciate that. Um, we, I, I think we say this every week, but we probably wouldn't be here without you. So thank you for doing that. You and of course, all the other, um, you know, patrons, but, uh, you're our executive producer. So you get the tip of the hat. Thank you very much. <clears throat> all right, guys. So you all ready to get out of here? I think it's been a show, huh? Mm-hmm. It's been a show. <laughs> mm-hmm. We did it. We made it through the end of episode four. 434. It was an onomatopoeia episode. That's kind of exciting. Um, but yeah, we're out of here, guys. Um, where can we find y'all online? Um, Lucas, you've got some adventures that you want to talk about. You could say they're very colorful ones. Um, yeah, I, I run my own Patreon aside from our Infendo Patreon because I enjoy money and it's hard to come <laughs> by in this world. Um, so that is my kind of weird Hue Adventure Patreon, where I kind of go for early access content on the game I'm working on, which is Hue Adventure, which you should probably know about by now, because I talked about it like five times on this episode. But yeah, if you're interested in getting involved on that, any amount is great. Five dollars a month, you get access to whatever it is I'm working on for the month. Um, that is patreon.com slash Adventure. Other than that, really, it's, uh, I don't know, go to our YouTube page. I just made a new video. I love our YouTube page. That's where I spend all my free time. Get subscribed. Watch all the stuff we do. 
Um, my official Twitter is at LucasPeace underscore. That's where I post my game design updates. I don't post very much, though, because I'm kind of like saving it all for the end of the month. <laughs> um, that's kind of all I got. I mean, I've got a lot of places to go. They're not all that interesting. So just hit up my Patreon. That would be great. I'd really appreciate that. Steven? <laughs> wow, I was waiting for Eugene, but fine, if you want to say it. Um, you can find me at Twitter on... Je- uh, wow, I can't believe I just <laughs> fucked that up. <laughs> you can find me at Twitter at Gentus1. Um, you can find me buying all of our merch, so there's none left for you guys. And that oh our merch store is www.designbyhumans.com slash shop slash or you Fendo. can just, or you or can you just, can just go find to Fendo.com Fendo. and <laughs> click on the button there because I was getting there Lucas um, I, j- <laughs> I just got a capture card so I will be posting stuff to my YouTube channel which is in my pinned tweet so come find me there um, I might start a little Minecraft tutorial series for stuff I've learned how to build that you might find useful so if that sounds like something you're interested in let me know and I think that's everything I've got this week very nice. All right. Well, you can find me online at Infendo Eugene. I sometimes retweet some shit over there. I'll like your posts if you're my friend. Um, if you want to follow what Infendo is doing, you can follow us at Infendo on Twitter. As um, Steve mentioned right before this, you can also go to Infendo.com and see all of our cool stuff there. There's links to our merch shop on the top. You can um, join our Discord from there. You can join our Patreon and become our patron for the month. All kinds of cool stuff. We'd really appreciate it if you, you know, even just stopped on by and left us a comment on one of our um, reviews or one of our videos or anything like that. So that'd be really cool to see. Um, But yeah, other than that, um, you can find me on Facebook. Facebook, but I'm usually probably just getting in fights with a bunch of conservatives on some right-leaning websites because that's what I do. And yeah, that's it, guys. Um, we're going to get out of here um, before I um, lose us some patrons for talking politics because we're not about politics. We're about motherfucking games. So, we talk about our- game politics. Yeah, that's right. Fuck you, Jack. And, and, pol- and politics games. Have you ever played uh, Papers, Please? That's an interesting one. Actually, that's a really fucking good game. Hey, there's an indie game I'd like to see on Switch. That's oh, fair. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're going to get out of here for the night, but um, thank you for joining us, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Peace. Bye-bye. Mwah. Mm-hmm.